All right. Why don't we uh, Why don't we have a run at this? What do you, What do you say? Uh, let's pray and let's go. Remember us, O Lord, your servants, as Epiphany begins, that as you draw us to yourself, you also send us out again to do your will. Especially, we're grateful for those faithful in Russia who have brought the gospel to many who've never heard before. Strengthen them, we pray, and strengthen us to help them. That all we say and all we do is in service to your kingdom. Through Christ our Lord we pray. Amen. Uh, this, is a re- this is a fairly regular occurrence to have Pastor Litkin back with us. I think, um, you know, for you who've, who've seen him before, you know uh, it's a great story about the rebirth of the Lutheran Church in Russia. Uh, if you read the news, things kind of ebb and flow there in terms of, uh, you know, how much freedom these folks have to carry on. You know, things uh, sometimes get pressed and sometimes not. Uh, but it's, they've been a faithful church throughout all of that. Uh, we suspect that someday. It's interesting how uh, one of the things I like about the Russian church is how well they have, uh, how mindful they have been of the, of the church at large. Uh, by now, Pastor Litkin should be Bishop Litkin, uh, but there are, uh, as when you redraw the lines on the map of countries, sometimes it takes decades for uh, folks, even church folks, to agree on who does what, when, where, and how. Uh, but he's been patient uh, in waiting for consecration as a bishop until uh, Lutheran church bodies in both uh, Western Europe and Eastern Europe, and then in Russia, and who, who, who tends Russia, you know, this large question about where that belongs, until that's all sorted out. Um, we're confident that will happen. Uh, we're very grateful to have them here again, and we need to be in full support of them as they go forward. They do things, you know, we could only imagine uh, in circumstances that we really can't comprehend. Uh, the places where we went when we traveled are, uh, you know, were, were, were mud roads and, uh, you know, pump in the middle of town and log cabins and 40 below zero all at one place. Fascinating stuff. Uh, yet folks carry on. So we're grateful for that. Um, we're especially grateful that... Uh, some of the students in our school were mindful enough to remember uh, these folks as uh, a recipient of their chapel offerings. So I'd like uh, the principal, Gail Galloway, to speak just a little bit about that, and then um, these kids uh, who assured me they're not in detention, they actually are here. I thought this was the new detention program, I was wrong. but they're actually here to deliver the gifts, so we'll allow them to do that and then snap a few pictures. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run downstairs to the new members, and uh, Pastor Litkin will you know, tell you a little about what's cooking, and you can ask any questions you like. Perfectly done and in good time. So, Gail, can you take a minute? Good morning. Welcome, Pastor Lickin. We're happy that you are here with us today. And um, I have uh, some students representing our current uh, sixth grade, fifth grade, and fourth grade classes. Um, These students are here because it was their decision to um, choose the Russian churches as their mission project uh, for the year. And this is part of a program, for those of you that may not know, uh, that is part of our day school program, where students at all grade levels, beginning at preschool, choose each year a, a particular outreach mission that they would like to support. And they do that through their weekly 
chapel offerings. And um, so these three classes um, decided that they would support the churches in Russia. Um, they actually, there are two congregations that we've been collecting for. So I'd like to present you actually, um, Pastor, with three checks. And um, we will, I'll ask the students to come forward. First of all, I know they want you to know that they're sixth graders, but when they were fifth graders, they collected money uh, for the church in Abakan. So I'd like uh, Joe and Orland and Aaron to come forward, please. And if you would please present the check from your class. These are your mission offerings from last year. Okay, and um, then from last year's fourth grade, current fifth graders, we have Nathan and Brian. And they collected for the church in uh, Twim. And from the, currently, this year's fourth grade class is also collecting for the congregation at Tweem, and Sarah and Jenna are here with their um, collections so far. We've not completed the year. Okay. Um, altogether, the students raised about $900 for these two congregations in Russia, and we hope and pray that you will be able to put that money to good use. And I should have mentioned earlier when I was talking about all of the missions that um, altogether, just so you have some idea, our students raised about $6,000 for the various missions over the course of last year. So we're real proud of them, and we think that it represents an opportunity for them to demonstrate that they care about um, service to others, which is something that we certainly value and, and uh, hold up as one of the things that we want to teach our students in our school. So thank you. What about now? <laughs> so I, I, I will say again, thank you very much for this great um, support uh, to us, um, great help for our church in Siberia, in, in Russia. This is important for us because, uh, uh, because of your, your help, uh, our church in Siberia can uh, operate and uh, we can survive because, uh, you know, people in Siberia are mostly poor and uh, we still cannot be self-supported. Our, our church can uh, be supported, uh, support herself for about 10% uh, of money than we need for, for our work and, and especially a uh, big part of uh, uh, money we are using for missionary work, for travels, this is important because distances in Siberia are very big and, and uh, we need every time to travel from one uh, town to another and uh, usually there is nothing between towns so we just uh, go and uh, uh, I think uh, probably you uh, know some things about Siberia and, uh, 
and you know this because of some information or because some uh, typical views uh, that in Siberia we have only snow and and everything is cold and sometimes it is really so but uh, now maybe because of global warming uh, we have uh, we have a very warm uh, uh, winter and this winter is warmest for last 100 years now in Siberia so so now we feel very good uh, but but uh, for example last uh, winter was very cold and we in Novosibirsk where I live we had about 60 below it, it was really cold you know uh, so because uh, we cannot uh, use mostly we cannot use our cars and all people just uh, are how say, sitting inside of their uh, flats or houses and and do nothing because uh, nothing is working um, when it is uh, cold. Can we, uh, can we take a quick, quick picture so I can move downstairs and then I'll turn you loose and you can do whatever you want. Would that be okay? You're a very handsome man, so we need to take your picture. Is that <laughs> all right? Yep. So uh, who are we supposed to do? Diana, are you supposed to do this? Can you come up? Can you stand next to him? Gail, can you come too? Catherine, do you want to have anybody that's Jill's here? That would be nice too. Very nice. Like that? That's going to be okay? All right, good. Well, uh, 11 o'clock, a little after, but you're a little bit faster. It's only, uh, so go, go until 5 after 11 or so. Okay. Sound good? And According to your, your watch. Uh, yes, not we'll go by my watch. Yes, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. Okay, thank you. Uh, so I will, I will try to show pictures to you and uh, I, I tried uh, last night to put them into an order so I hope uh, you can uh, you can understand such system so this is uh, oops I think I need uh, yeah so um, this is a, a map of uh, this is a map of Russia and uh, our church uh, operates in in Siberia but uh, you know Siberia is is an official name of our territory it is like uh, Midwest in America so this is not official name of a territory so nobody knows what Siberia is uh, in reality so some people think that uh, all Russia is Siberia maybe except Moscow and and we believe that Siberia is uh, is uh, uh, biggest part of Russia so our um, you know our Siberian Evangelical Lutheran Church is young we are uh, about 15 years old but uh, Lutheranism in general in Russia is old first Lutherans came to uh, Russia right after the Reformation and uh, Lutherans received uh, a lot of uh, freedom in Russia uh, and uh, uh, first uh, Lutheran Church was uh, uh, dedicated in Moscow at 1576. So Lutheranism has a long uh, history in, in Russia. And uh, Lutheran Church was uh, second, um, I would say, by her membership, uh, but by number of members uh, after uh, uh, Russian Orthodox Church. Uh, 
it was before, uh, before the Russian Revolution, so about 100 years ago. Uh, Lutheran Church was only, uh, was only non-Orthodox church that um, has uh, full rights to operate in, inside of Russian Empire. Other churches, uh, Roman Catholic or some Baptist church or some sects, they didn't have uh, rights. So for example, they didn't have permission to print uh, literature during uh, uh, Russian Empire time. But uh, Russian, uh, so only Russian Orthodox Church and Lutheran Church have had uh, such rights. And Lutheran Church uh, was very big uh, and uh, rich, and we had a lot of uh, uh, church buildings and hospitals and schools. But uh, everything was uh, changed, totally changed, uh, uh, during uh, first uh, 20 years after Russian Revolution. And uh, uh, till the end of 30s, uh, I mean, now it is, it is uh, past century, uh, during, uh, um, say, till the end of 30s, uh, all uh, pastors were killed or murdered in camps, and no any congregation survived. So after World War II, uh, in, inside of uh, Soviet Union, it was no any Lutheran congregation and no any Lutheran clergyman. Naturally, this... Uh, uh, Tragedy was not only for Lutherans, you know, but imagine, for example, that for first four years of uh, communism in our country, 360,000 clergymen or nuns or monks were killed or murdered. 360,000 for first four years of, of communism in our country. So uh, now, uh, at this time, Lutheran church is very small. And, uh, and uh, there are uh, few church bodies in Lutheran church bodies in our country, and and our uh, church is third by her membership, and uh, and uh, we can say that our church is uh, most uh, conservative, or using American terminology, confessional church. We do not do not use this word confessional because. Uh, uh, for our country, it is not such term is not understandable. We are using the word conservative, because, uh, for example, uh, biggest Lutheran church in Russia, it, it is, it is uh, uh, a branch of Evangelische Kirche Deutschland, and uh, this church is very liberal. But but they are very aggressive, you know. So they hate us. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry. So. So uh, now we have our, our parishes between uh, Ural Mountains. You can see Ekaterinburg and Chelyabinsk, uh, west part of uh, Russia. And this is already Europe, but mostly we are in Asia. And our, uh, we have now a, a mission in Kamchatka. Uh, and, uh, and this is a, a pioneer uh, mission. I mean, uh, there is no Lutheran church in Kamchatka before. Some Lutherans lived there, especially some German Lutherans lived there a uh, hundred years ago, but they were a part of, uh, of uh, a parish in Irkutsk. It is around here. And, and a pastor uh, from Irkutsk visited them, and he needed about six months to travel. 
to, to, to meet his uh, parish owners. And uh, you know that America is really close already to this place because you can walk by ice from Kamchatka to Alaska. Uh, I mean, theoretically, because naturally uh, our soldiers will kill you, but uh, <laughs> if, uh, if you will walk, by, but, but you can try. So, so anyway, we are very close to begin missionary work in America. And, and if some days uh, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, uh, will decide uh, to ordain women, for example, so please welcome, uh, we are welcome you into Siberian Evangelical Lutheran Church. <laughs> it is a joke. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a number. This is a, in, in Kamchatka. This is St. Peter and St. Paul's monument. It is, it is uh, historical, but uh, it uh, didn't exist during uh, a Soviet time, but now it was restored. Because the uh, main uh, city in Kamchatka is uh, Petropavlovsk. It means uh, Peter and Paul's city. So, and uh, Pastor Andrei Ivolga is, so, is, uh, is a pastor there. So he, is, he needs to travel uh, a lot. Uh, so. uh, this is also a way of transportation that uh, can be used uh, theoretically. Uh, and uh, this is our deacon who is living in Chita. Uh, Igor Kizyaev, he, gradu he graduated from our seminary in Novosibirsk. He is very good. So they have a lot of uh, work. And, uh, and so th there are a few pictures with our uh, work with uh, uh, people in prisons. In, because, you know, Siberia is a well-known territory where we have a lot of prisons. And uh, we have a permission to work in, in every prison where we want to work uh, in Chita region. And probably you heard that richest man in Russia, Mikhail Khodorkovsky, he is also in prison in Chita region. So, we, so probably we can meet him if you want. So there are some prisoners and uh, holy baptism of a prisoner. So this is another territory where Pastor Andrei Ivolga is working. Buryatia, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you remember, last time when I was here, I uh, spoke uh, more, described more uh, the situation in Buryatia. This is one of most depressed territories in Russia. And just uh, uh, an example that, uh, imagine that about 30% of local people, they have tuberculosis, 30%. So uh, mostly people are drinking, uh, uh, not vodka, vodka is too expensive, so they drink some worse uh, products. Uh, so, and, um, and Buryatians, they are like Mongolians, and in reality this is one ethnical group, but divided by state border. There are some parish owners we have in Buryatia. And this is main avenue in, in a town, in, in Buryatia, in a town where we have our mission. So territory is really, really depressed. And this is another uh, clergyman who worked there, uh, Pastor Pavel Zayakin, together with uh, children from shelter in, in Buryatia. Holy baptism. And this is, um, uh, there will be a few pictures from, uh, uh, um, from two places uh, where 
we have uh, new church buildings. And it was a uh, uh, great grace for us that uh, through Siberian Lutheran Mission Society, we received uh, uh, support uh, to purchase three buildings for our parishes. And we purchased uh, a building in Abakan in Hakasia. This is about uh, um, 700 miles um, southeast from Novosibirsk. And we have six congregations uh, there. And we purchased uh, a building that uh, now is church building. So it was a dedication of this building. And this is inside sanctuary inside of. And uh, this is only just to show this is local Baptist church. Uh, so mostly churches are very small, you know, in, in Siberia. And this is a. What uh, people in Hakasia, what Lutheran people in Hakasia are doing uh, during summers and winters and every time, they are traveling around and and we hope that some days we we could have a group of teenagers from your congregation also to come to uh, Hakasia. We have very good uh, summer uh, camps for children for teenagers. They have a lot of different fun and uh, here you can see they. Uh, I would say they came into highest mountain in Hakasia to put a cross uh, there. And children like it because it is our uh, Christian uh, testimony to, to people around us. And Pastor Pavel Zayekin is uh, on the left. Uh, this is also uh, parasails. Uh, they also like to do this. Uh, we don't need any permission. We can just use uh, because because we are in Russia, you know, and in Russia, no rules, no permissions. Uh, we have full freedom. <laughs> they tried. They tried to send uh, some children into heaven, and uh, <laughs> it finally it was successful. So. <laughs> So this is another territory in Hakasia. It was our church. Uh, uh, it was building for, of our church. But a problem is that if you are living in such places, you must not leave your property for, for a long time because local people or your neighbors, uh, they will come and take everything from your uh, house uh, and sell and purchase some alcohol. So it, 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 it happened here. So there, this is our... Uh, parish members uh, in Kirova village in Hakasia. So people are extremely poor, you know, so they have no electricity, they have nothing. So, and most, uh, uh, and uh, they, ah, here uh, we purchased because of a donation of uh, an American lady, we purchased shoes for children and we gave them. Uh, because they have no shoes and it is very difficult to live during winter. Uh, problem is that uh, when you give something to children, next day their parents will sell this. So and this is a question how to do such uh, humanitarian aid. And we don't know. We just try to, uh, to be careful, but sometimes it is really difficult. So here uh, there is a picture of uh, Pastor Daniel Johnson uh, from Marshalltown in Iowa. 
he visited uh, this uh, place with me. And you can see that most of uh, children, they are Hakassians, uh, uh, they are Asian ethnical group. Now we have a dream to print uh, Luther's small catechism in Hakassian language. And uh, we did a translation already. So probably if we, if we could find some finances to start uh, this project, we will do this. And uh, it will be first, uh, because in, in Hakassian language, uh, now they have only Gospel of Luke and uh, probably uh, Epistle to Romans. Uh, I'm not sure I remember correctly. So they have only two Christian uh, books in, uh, in Hakassian language. And we want a third book to be Luther's small catechism. So also people are, they have nothing. Children are just playing outside. Uh, mostly they have no toys. They just do some things outside of houses. And, uh, and uh, most, uh, uh, how to say, uh, uh, um, a, a cause of death in these territories uh, uh, is uh, mostly is uh, uh, poisoning by uh, wooden alcohol. That is also people because they cannot uh, uh, purchase vodka, so they drink some wooden alcohol. And probably you heard about it that it is poison in in reality. So a person, if uh, drinks this, uh, uh, next day he cannot uh, see, and uh, and in few days uh, just die. And so this is how people are living there. And now we are back uh, uh, to center of Siberia. And this is, it was uh, very uh, strange and, and um, great situation that we had at uh, last year, uh, 2006. Um, it was, um, uh, historically, it was a very big church uh, in, in the center of Tomsk. Tomsk is old. Uh, about uh, maybe 420 years old uh, town in Siberia. And it was St. Mary's Lutheran Church there. And this church uh, was na naturally, this church was destroyed uh, during uh, Soviet time because in Siberia, all, the ch all Lutheran churches were destroyed. And, uh, and this is a document that we have from archive. It is written here that uh, uh, local authorities are not uh, against uh, to destroy Lutheran church in Tomsk. So, and then church building was destroyed. It was at, uh, um, 1938. So, and this is, a, uh, in Russian, we name this wheel Devil's Wheel. And it is right because it was, it is uh, exactly on, on the basement where our Lutheran church in Tomsk was. But, but uh, at the end of uh, 2005, uh, local authorities uh, began to, to think that it, could, it can be good to build Lutheran church in Tomsk again. It was idea of local government. And local, local government supported to rebuild uh, a building of Lutheran church. So, they began to, oh, oops, I will go back. 
they began to build a church and for six months they built a wooden church in, in, in Tomsk. This is not exactly a place where our church was. So this devil's will is uh, continuing uh, to be there, but, uh, but they began to build it and you can see uh, there is a process and uh, more and more and it, so this church, so there are local authorities here and men in the center of picture, uh, you can see him. This is Tomsk Major who participated in this project. Now he is arrested, he is in a prison because of corruption. <laughs> uh, uh, not because of, because of Lutheran corruption, but, uh, <laughs> but it is, you know, because Russia is, uh, according to uh, international statistics is one of most uh, corrupted countries. Our corruption is one of the uh, biggest in, in, in the world and it's, it's very bad but uh, it was maybe a result of, of uh, Soviet uh, system, you know, because people have no moral, uh, I'd say, ideas or views. So. So now this is like this church looks like. So this is really uh, strange, but it was, it was uh, really great. So now this church exists in Tomsk and a lot of people are visiting this church. So we are doing a lot of missionary work and um, uh, we have a lot of different activities. And what was interesting that um, this church was built before a meeting uh, between President uh, Putin and uh, German Chancellor uh, Angela Merkel, maybe you, you know her, I mean, you saw her photograph in newspaper. She is, um, uh, she is a Lutheran and she is conservative Lutheran. Her father was uh, a Lutheran pastor in, in, in uh, East Germany, not in the West Germany, but in East Germany. And so during, uh, so she knows what, what it means to be a Christian during uh, a Soviet uh, time, you know. And many people say that this Lutheran church in Tomsk was uh, built by local government only because uh, she will come. Because she, everybody knows that she is Lutheran and local uh, government in Tomsk wanted to show that uh, we also love Lutherans and so on. Maybe yes. But anyway, for us, it, it is very good that uh, this building uh, was uh, made. So she visited this building. Our president Putin didn't visit this building because uh, his uh, uh, servants said that president cannot uh, enter into Lutheran church because other people will think that he support, supports Lutheranism. But he tries to be... Uh, independent of, uh, of different religion groups, but, but she visited it. So, so this, is a, this is our deacon who serves in Tomsk, uh, Alexander Han. Um, so he tries to be angel. And <laughs> we, are, we are not angels, but, but we try, you know. So this is inside uh, Holy Baptism, inside of the new church, and we have some activities. This lady from uh, a congregation, she is more than 100 years old already. 
So there, uh, this is um, Christmas. Uh, we had some Christmas activities in, in the Grand Church. And now there are some travels around. And this is another place where we live, uh, where we have our parish, Yurga. This uh, is a small town between Novosibirsk and Tomsk. And uh, in Yurga, we have a parish mostly with uh, Russian Germans. And um, uh, we have uh, services in German and in Russian. And um, uh, Yurga was a place where big concentration camp for Russian Germans was during World War II. So uh, probably you heard that uh, Germans in Russia uh, who lived in Volga region, they were sent uh, by Stalin into Siberia and most of them died naturally because you know they they didn't use uh, comfortable uh, railroad cars, you know, but just uh, big, uh, I'd say, cargo uh, trucks like containers, and and especially, uh, for example, they imagine it, how it was usually a train uh, stops somewhere in a field, and soldiers just uh, pressed people out, and and it it was only and. Naturally, people, they began to try to, uh, I would say, uh, to build a, a ground uh, rooms or how to say, inside of ground, you know. Who did it, they survived. Other people died because of cold uh, winter. So, and in this place, um, in Yurga, about 3,000 uh, people uh, were buried. It is like uh, unof it was un like unofficial cemetery of Russian Germans. Nobody knows how many of them. Nobody knows names. Um, just uh, you know, some uh, for example, if some people in, in this concentration camp, if they were ill, uh, soldiers just uh, put them into ground because uh, they didn't use, uh, didn't give them any ballot, you know, because. Uh, because of economy, economy, so they just a lot of people died, and uh, uh, when uh, Soviet Union ended, a man who emigrated to Germany purchased a, a piece of uh, of land there and organized uh, like a private uh, memorial uh, center, and uh, and two years ago it was a dedication of this memorial, so I dedicated this place, and. Uh, so it was a dedication. Okay, yeah. So um, this was historical church in Ekaterinburg, St. Peter and Paul's church. It was also destroyed. So we purchased uh, a space on the first floor of uh, uh, apartment building. And uh, because of help from Siberian Lutheran Mission Society, and, and we have a church there. So, and uh, uh, mostly uh, members of, uh, of our congregation, they worked to repair all this, so. And they did it, finally. And it was a dedication uh, this year. I will move through some uh, pictures. So this is also condition of life um, in one of our parishes in, in Ural, in Shadrinsk, we have a congregation and uh, we serve like 
house service services there. This is not postcard, but this is a girl from our congregation. So her uh, parents are Chinese, and she is also Chinese, but her name is Anna Anastasia, so Russian name. So, and so this is her mother here also. We have people from different uh, ethnical groups. Uh, um, Christmas spectacle. This is our deacon. He um, he plays uh, King Herod. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's come. <laughs> Service in Novosibirsk. Uh, Gloria Vladimirova. She now she is uh, studying in deaconess program in Fort Wayne. Uh, she opened uh, first uh, pregnancy crisis center in Novosibirsk. It was a dedication of this. Oh, this is also a group of children uh, in our Sunday school in Novosibirsk. And uh, then there are a few pictures with roads. You know, we are, every time we need to move. And I like to take different pictures with, with different roads in, in, in Siberia. So some of roads are not very comfortable, but uh, this is part of Siberian fun. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> this is so. This is a typical uh, icy road. We like very much to drive by ice. You know, <laughs> some of roads are not also very good, but but we try. So this is uh, maybe go bears. You know, uh, uh, so. <laughs> So sometimes they ask to give some, some uh, food to them, or they look like policemen, you know. <laughs> so this picture uh, was done for, by mobile phone, so quality is not uh, good. So this is all that I wanted to, to, sh to show you. So uh, again, thank you very much for your great hospitality and for the support that you give to Lutherans in, in Russia. And we appreciate it very much. This is big grace for us to have such brothers and sisters as you are for us. So, and if you will have a time and desire, please come to Siberia. Uh, we usually say Siberia is waiting for you. <laughs> 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 this is a little bit controversial phrase, but, <laughs> but uh, we have a lot of uh, freedom in Siberia and a lot of uh, possibilities for missionary work, uh, we tried, we are trying to do this. Let's close with the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.